Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blinding passion, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his fire. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for and uh, what what seems to be a, a, a ever shorter growing period of time that we'll be able to do this program, this radio show, and to be able to touch people's lives as much as is possible, given what we have left. Um, but the the rate of acceleration, Father, that things are happening across the world right now is, um, you know, at one second it looks like it's going kind of slow, and then all of a sudden everything just completely explodes and um that can only be indicative of uh us approaching our departure time much more rapidly than we probably have anticipated at least some of us uh myself included so i just want to give you all the praise honor glory father and thank you i pray father in the name of jesus that every single listener of this program and i mean it with all of my heart is found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before you lord jesus at the wedding supper. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for anybody who so much as lifts me up, just a short mention by name in prayer. I ask for a tenfold blessing and an anointing and, and provisions upon them and their family and divine protection in Jesus' name and supernatural health through your blood, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just pray for every single one, past, present, and future, uh, that has endured the challenges that are associated with understanding, knowing, and being so awake and aware to the things that are happening across the world and enduring that burden, that heavy, heavy burden that uh, is just laid upon our hearts and our minds and affects our, affects everything. It affects everything and uh, just our daily walk. And Father, it's a very difficult journey, um, much more difficult than I could have ever imagined. But I do want to praise you for it because it does keep us on the edge of our seats. We are blessed to be as aware as we are. I wish there was some way, I know there isn't, 
but I wish there was some way we could supernaturally reach out and touch people that we see chattering amongst one another on the Internet, not understanding the biblical implications, the biblical, uh, how utterly, utterly, utterly biblical all of these things are that are happening across the world and how fantastically uh, short um, the period of time must be uh, before um, our imminent departure. And um, and I'm, I'm praying, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, if there is any behavior, if there is any thought, if there's any feeling in our hearts, anything that we haven't repented for, I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, for each and every one of us, that you would cleanse and totally purify our heart, our mind, our soul, our spirit, our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven and our robe and gown in heaven, Father, in the name of Jesus, with your holy fire and Lord Jesus, our King and our Advocate, with your precious blood. For without your mercy, none of us could possibly be found worthy to escape these things. And we pray in Jesus' name, Father God, that we can not only escape the things on this earth, but also bring along with us as many as is possible through our prayer, through our dedication to you and our mission on this earth while we're still here. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for health for each and every one of us. We pray for healthy minds. We pray for strength, both spiritual strength, um, uh, uh, emotional strength, and all the other attributes that we need to be able to endure however many days it is that we have left on this earth, which appear to be closing in on us real quick. But then again... You may have different a different uh, timeline, Father God. No matter what that is, we pray that we will be able to serve you and make you a, a proud father of each of us, our dear Abba Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless someday before the presence of your glory, Father God, with exceeding joy. And to you, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Praise your name. Amen. Oh, 
Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we were just talking a couple of shows ago how how, uh, things uh, will get slow just for a little while. Um, and then it kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit, and then all of a sudden, kaboom, and everything just goes, you know, absolutely crazy. Praise God. And uh, that's exactly what seems to be going on right now. Um, I, I suspect that the vast majority of the listeners are pretty much aware of the various things that are going on out there. I may have something that you haven't heard, uh, maybe, uh, and uh, maybe not, maybe not. Um, but um, I did want to go ahead and move rapidly into the news. I mean, and I do mean like immediately, uh, because I do not want to hold up Miss Vicki, uh, our guest tonight, because she has a powerful dream that was given to her by the Lord regarding the coronation of Obama as the Antichrist. And I listened to a good amount of it, and, uh, well, it was just downright creepy, I'll tell you. But um, I'm, I, I wouldn't, I can't even imagine that it wouldn't be at least that way, you know, uh, and we have, um, you know, I don't know what the term is. I don't want to use sticking to our guns because I don't like guns. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like I have a I, I, I admit I got one of these. Uh, I got this little inside target for BBs, you know, for shooting BBs, you know, because I, I do like to like plink around, you know, sometimes. So I uh, I admit it. I got a little inside. It's an inside target. It catches BBs so that they don't go flying all over the room or anything. Scares my puppy dog, Bart, though. He doesn't like that. But um, I put a picture of Klaus Schwab up there because, you know, I know he isn't human and I can shoot him when I'm, you know, frustrated with the World Economic Forum and all the weird stuff they're doing, which they are continuing to, continuing to do, as we might imagine, at light speed. I mean, it is amazing, and we're going to touch upon that tonight, too. I have to get, I have to haul and move very, very quickly into the news uh, because, like I said, I... <laughs> We're just now starting, you know, Sister Nancy is just now starting to, to, you know, look look around for guests that are willing to come on the program. Like I said before, uh, it is our opinion that with the exception of some guests that have been historical guests um, – a lot of the Christians that are out there right now are a little nervous because uh, of the things that they see happening out there. So, uh, you know, it, it was it, it just got, you know, it was like in, in 2013, you asked somebody to come on the show, bam, they were on the show. No question about it. I mean, you could ask them two, three days in advance and, wham, you know, it was like bam, 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 and they were on. Okay, then it slowly got worse and worse and worse as time went on. Uh, and, uh, and now with all the creepy weirdness going on, um, we just praise God whenever, you know, we do get uh, – blessed, uh, especially with somebody that was given such a powerful dream as uh, Vicky was uh, for tonight's program. So I want to move quickly. So kids, are you ready? All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, kids. How do billboards talk? Think about it. How do billboards talk? Sign language. Good one now. That's a pretty good one. Praise God. Kids, what did what did Tennessee? What did Tennessee? The same thing that Arkansas. (laughs) They are kind of close together, right, kids? Praise God. And what's the definition of a farmer? What's the definition of a farmer? Someone who is good in their field. Get it? Good in their field? (laughs) Come on now. You get it. 
little delay. All right, praise God. So anyway, we want to go into the news right away so we can try to stay on time for uh, Miss Vicky because, like I said, um, things have been crazy. Uh, Sister Nancy has been absolutely insanely overly busy, um, and, and we're juggling. We are juggling, and uh, you know, with my job and everything else, and I got to go see the, the surgeon. And now it seems like my leg, you know, my knee is getting better. And then I discovered today that you know, meniscus things sometimes heal themselves over six to six to eight weeks. It can take that long, and I'm like, okay, well, anyway. Life is nothing but frustrating. Let's just put it that way. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, on that note, let's go into the news. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, it's not normal. This is disturbing. <laughs> Game over. All right, we got a gazillion things that are going on right now, and some of these are going to seem so insignificant compared to some of the other ones, and that's okay. It's just it's a compilation, and we're just going to run with the compilation because we don't really have time to, to go into too much detail of the background of every single headline this evening. I want to make sure I get things out as fast as I can. Now, uh, we all ought to know by now that Tucker Carlson was flat-out fired by the shape-shifting reptilian Rupert Murdoch. Uh, that's no surprise. Any one of us could have seen that coming five gazillion miles away. Now, um, you know, of course, to, you know, so I'm not going to get into all the politics, all the background talk, or all the making Kelly commentaries or whatever the case may be, because at the end of the day, if you're listening to this program and you don't know what's going on out there in regard to things like this, uh-oh, all I can say is, my goodness, you got a lot of praying to do. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's where we all ought to be nowadays. All right, praise God. But anyway, this was the uh, – uh, there is um, – a non-compete that Rupert Murdoch is trying to hold him to because they're afraid of him. They're afraid he's going to steal, and their rate, Fox News' ratings have gone – imagine if your ratings were at 130 percent, and then they went down to 0.1 percent. That's how bad it is. It's so bad that it's causing all kinds of politics lo- – lo- lo- Lawyers and the sh- lawyers and schmoyers and everything and yeah, just going absolutely crazy. So anyway, I just want to let you know there's a little. I, that's my uh, very ultra short summary of some of the stuff that I was brought into in my research during the day. Today I had some pretty boring stuff I had to do. It was very very boring. So I uh, had news news reports and periodicals and things going on in the background. So anyway, I wanted to play this for you in case you had not heard it. This is. Um, Carlson decided he was going to join Twitter. How that's going to work, I don't know. People are wondering, can I watch it on TV, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have to wait and see how it sorts out because I have no idea. Um, I think most people have to use their mobile devices, quite frankly. But anyway, I, I, it's beside the point. I just wanted to – in case you hadn't heard this, I did want you – because this is um, – let's put it this way. This one little ditty that I'm going to play that's only about 2 minutes and 46 seconds long, it is – it received 27 – at the time I snapshotted this image, okay, which is a long time ago, it had received 22.7 million views, which is something to the magnitude of something like 10 times the amount of views or 10 times the amount of people that were watching them on Fox. That's just to give you an idea of why Fox is 
flipping out. All right, all that, all that kind of stuff. It, it's 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 reptilian stuff. I don't want to get into it, so I'm just going to go ahead and play this little ditty because uh, it's 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 a powerful little statement. Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is in fact true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. All right. Praise God. So I did want to at least put that out there as a courtesy because it is going to, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of things about Carlson that I don't talk about on the radio show, um, you know, and I'm just not going to get into it tonight. But he, he, he is he's he's a, at the very most. He's a baby Christian, you know, but he does tell people to pray. He does say it pub- publicly. He, he does. He's beginning to see the things that are going on out there as being spiritual. And that is a very, very important transition for somebody that is. Is as influence or you know such a significant influencer as he is uh, as a personality so that that's important we need 
Like, for example, Lauren Boebert, who is wonderful and everything and was saying praise Jesus, praise Jesus the whole time the the, the uh, elections were going on because you know she was – I don't know. That's what she was doing. Well, she's kind of stuck in a rut, you know, and, um, you know and, and that's fine. But what we need is more people – we need more people in more influential positions that can reach, you know, like the Glenn Becks of the world and everything like that. Now, Glenn – I, I just wish so bad I could just talk to him for five minutes. I wish I could just have five minutes of his time to explain to him what we're going to all hear about tonight from Miss Vicky's dream. All right. Um, because when you make that connection, you've made the connection of all connections. When you make the connection that graphene oxide, I know it's, it's so far out there. I, I, I would, I would pay money a lot thousands if i could have five minutes of alex jones's time and five minutes of Tucker carlson's time and five minutes of glenn beck's time because because once that dot is connected everything changes but i'm just praising jesus that any of these people are starting to wake up enough to realize that this is pure unadulterated evil and once they make that you know uh, there was a speech that uh, at the heritage foundation that Tucker Carlson had done and he had basically said that they come right out and said it he said we are not dealing with a political agenda problem here we are dealing with unadulterated evil and he gave you know all these you know erudite um, examples as to why that was the case, and the people in the uh, heritage, you know, they were clapping and they totally related. So anyway, um, these are the kinds of breakthroughs that I think are critical, um, because of course I am voting with Jesus that as many people will be saved as is possible. Okay, and I'm and I'm including everybody. I'm including the wise virgins, the foolish virgins, the tribulation saints. Um, uh, the you know the, the the weed harvest you know the the guests at the wedding supper that are spoken of in Matthew 22 uh, the whole lot I want as many people to make it as possible no matter what no matter what they got to go through I just want them to make it praise God all right um, then of course you've got uh, I just wanted to share that in alignment with all the stuff that's been going on with Carlson people uh, let me just give you the magnitude they're basically saying things like this is extremely dangerous that this man is 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 a blight upon our society he's a right-wing extremist and now he's going on the twitter i hope biden is getting ready to do something about it and i mean i'm that this is how insane is getting i just want you to know i i really just didn't have the time tonight to cause you to slip into a coma listening to report after 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 report from CNN, from MSNBC, from all of these other ones going, oh, my goodness, is the end of the world. You know, and it's like, you know, shut up. I have, you know, I'm, it's like I just I only have one, you know, right now it's Klaus Schwab. Now, I don't know who I'm going to put up there next week, but this week it's Klaus Schwab is on my little target thing. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now. Um, okay, uh, something got okay. One more thing I wanted to play. Uh, this is also Carlson because it's very important. Is um, w- this comment he's making about this influx? Now, by now, hopefully, you know that there's much, much, much fuss. I mean, my goodness, I don't think I, I can't remember. I honestly cannot remember. But remember this: the concept of the dangling string in the air. The more shiny objects these entities, these 
fallen watcher creature of these are reptilian beings they are part of the fallen angelic beings they are the fallen seraphim they are the one-third of the seraphim or whatever uh, that that were included ultimately in the Luciferian fall. Now, and they, a lot of them are here, but not all of them. And a lot of them are on there. More are coming, oh, as if we need that. But anyway, um, I'm just going to play this little snippet because I want you to know, uh, for, you may have heard like, Unbelievable rantings, unbelievable numbers of articles, unbelievable stuff about, oh, the southern border this, oh, the southern border that, oh, my goodness, it's the end of the world. Millions and millions and millions of people from all over South America and Latin America are going to storm into the country, and the whole country is going to flip on its back. Everybody's going to drop dead. Social Security is going to be canceled. They're going to put in CBDCs. 50-minute cities will be everywhere. Klaus Schwab drones and clones will be walking around to everybody's houses and knocking on your door, and it's going to be, you know, whatever. Okay. This actually is a much more sane way of looking at what it is they're trying to accomplish. Does, do we really think it's going to make, make any difference? I don't know. I don't know. This, I really, at the end of the day, I really believe it's up to our Heavenly Father. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And so anyway, let's go ahead and listen to this, uh, this little snippet from Carlson. It's a little um, opinion rant uh, regarding what's up with the southern border. And I'll pull that up right away. Here we go. Here are the numbers you need to understand. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million. It's north of 22 million. 22 million. Mm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact mm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four, the largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. That you, is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate, period. All right. Praise God. Um, and, and, you know, I think we've talked about that briefly and more, probably more than briefly on this program uh, as well. Um, I, I remember mentioning to everyone that, uh, you know, in the Latin American countries, um, they are used to the cartels and such like that threatening their lives, threatening the lives of their children, et cetera, if they do not vote a certain way. And so, of course, when they come up here and they have people knocking on their doors and they're handing out brochures and people are coming across the border, blah, 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 um, you know, it just, you know, it makes a lot of sense, his position on this. And um, I think it's it's actually deeper than that, but that's a big, big part of it. Hallelujah. All right. Now, if that wasn't interesting enough, we know that there is a fantastic record-setting, unbelievable buildup of uh, folks from uh, south of the border um, wanting to 
come into the United States. Now, I'm not going to get into all the if, ands, buts, what's, whys, and whens, and hows. We did enough of that already. But what I do want you to hear is that it's already turning violent. Uh, this is a live uh, video, uh, so you're going to hear the audio, and I'm going to play it right now. This is at the uh, Far Reynosa International Bridge on the United States-Mexican border, okay? And this was just a few minutes ago. All right, here we go. All right, here it comes. All right, praise God. So, um, just wanted to hear that. Here, wanted you to hear that things are breaking bad. They're breaking bad. Uh, I've seen, um, I didn't, I don't know, probably 30, 40, 50, 60 maybe videos of different parts of the border situation. And yes, it is very bad. And so anything that you hear about it being under control is, is, is just a lie from the devil. It's as satanic as satanic can be. But what, what have we been living in? We have been living for the last four years in a cesspool, literally. A cesspool. And like I said, there are things that I see all the time on Twitter, uh, you know, that, you know, as I'm collecting some of the later, you know, latest and greatest and most scary news uh, that I can't repeat. I can't even repeat the description of what I saw. Okay, it's devastating. All right. Now, all that. And I wish there was some way. But unfortunately, they, you know, it, I'm not going to get into all the it's not artificial intelligence. Basically, it's an algorithm that says, OK, if this person likes to look at, you know, funny panda bears, then I'm going to show you more funny panda bears. Well, anyway, so that that's going on. That goes on everywhere. And um, Twitter has toned that down quite a bit. But actually, it's been kind of helpful for me uh, because uh, the information that I do want to collect and share on the radio show uh, is typically this type of information. Praise God. There's a few things that sneak through that I wish I did not see, and I'm not exactly sure how to get rid of them, like, forever. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not even sure the Lord wants me to get rid of them forever. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just <sighs> burdened with it, and it's just part of my job. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Next one up. All right, let's listen to this little ditty. This is real important if you haven't heard it already. All right, I'm going to bring it up. And this is Stu Peters. He's pretty well known. Oh. become quite the fan favorite on this program as a hero who saw what was happening to America and used his own immense talents and hard work to escape and build a new life for himself abroad. Matt has two master's degrees in energy systems engineering and in architecture. He now lives in Ecuador where he's built his own off-the-grid organic farm. It's fossil fuel-free, cell phone-free, it has its own water source. It generates its own independent electricity. Awesome. The envy of most of us at this point. Well, we started talking to Matt on this show during the rollout of the COVID shots after he got his hands on some of the vials of those vaccines, mixed them with his own blood, and then put them under a microscope. Wasn't exactly sure what he saw, but he knew that it was bad news. And since then, Matt has also conducted independent research on 5G and what it does to our bodies. Well, now Matt has a new project. In the past several months, Matt has collected a large number of samples of dental anesthetics, the kind used while filling a cavity or performing a root canal. He started to look at those under a microscope, and once again, what he's discovering is shocking him. According to Matt, the exact same nanotech that he observed in these vaccines is also showing up in dental anesthetics. 
All right, praise God. So I, um, we, you know, we could listen to his entire testimony and everything, but I don't want to. I don't want to blow away the time that we have left. Um, but so there's your warning. There's your warning. They are th- these entities. These see the problem. The problem that most unordained, in other words, unawake and unaware Christians have is they cannot, and other human beings that are not Christians, okay, the problem that they have is they cannot understand that level of hatred. Most people just don't understand that level, that the depth, the magnitude of the hatred to you just can't it, it we just don't get it we don't we don't understand it we can't believe it we we can't anyway i'm not going to get into all the socio political socio uh you know uh psycho- psychology behind it and all that and all the things that go along with it but uh, we we don't understand it people don't understand it so they go into a state of denial they they refuse to accept it they call it names because there's no way in their heart, in in their mind, whether they're, it doesn't matter what religion they are or no religion whatsoever, they do not understand that level of hatred. The hatred that's required to chop, I'm not even going to get into it. All right, praise God. Read Isaiah 13 about the alien invasion that's coming to the earth during the day of the Lord and what they do to the wives and the children. Okay, down a few verses down a ways, all right? Read what they do to the children in Isaiah 13. Okay, that's the kind of hatred I'm talking about. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, next one up is a commentary uh, by... there's been many, 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 many press releases about the Biden investigation. Uh, here's the one real quick that I'll play a little snippet of. Hold on just a second. I got to get it to fire up. Here we go. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Look, a couple things. Uh, first, what we're seeing here, what we're witnessing with uh, the Biden family, frankly, is just a web of concealment, of deception. A lot of people would say corruption. But let's be very clear. You have this many companies involved with this velocity of transactions, size of transactions. Like my colleagues have said, this is not how normal businesses operate. Um, I had the ability uh, with Chairman Comer and other members of the committee to go over to the Treasury building and review documents. And having read those documents, one thing is became pretty crystal clear that there were many people who had serious questions about the transactions, and about the velocity of these transactions, and they either get very, very, very deep into concealment. All right. So, without listening to all the dialogue regarding it, he said the, the translation is they found a lot of really bad stuff. Tens of millions of dollars being transferred through various LLCs and and, and shell companies and everything, other, and and being funneled into a whole big group of Biden family members. Blah 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 blah. Over the period of time, and and then later on, if that's not you know incriminating enough and having all these different members of these inspection committees, et cetera, et cetera, uh, presenting endless, endless facts and information that's unimpeachable and everything. Then some woman in the, in the, in the crowd uh, says, well, how do we even know that Joe Biden even knew anything about it? Why couldn't it have been Hunter Biden doing it in his dad's name? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
it has to be another reptilian. That's the only thing I could figure. Either that or somebody that had a lobotomy a long time ago. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And next thing up uh, is this. Okay, so just so you know how messed up this is, they went ahead and subpoenaed more information from the FBI because they had so much. So, you know, um, it's almost like seeing somebody with your own eyes pull the gun up to somebody and shoot them dead, and then somebody comes in and says, are they really dead? Are you sure that you saw that person do that? You know, that's really how bad this is. And then they had all this information. They went to the FBI. They said, they, they, they subpoenaed. They said, look, you know, we are the Congress and we are telling you we want the following documents. Okay. And the FBI basically said, go bark up a tree. We're not giving them to you. I'm not joking you. FBI refuses to give con- Congress informants file uh, informant file alleging Biden took bribes as the vice president. So they're digging back into the past as well, which of course implicates Obama, and it just goes on and on and on, and it just you know it's, it's it, we know that it's a web of incredible deep. Filthy, seething, evil that, that really words cannot capture. You can not describe with the English language, the Greek language. I don't care. Take your pick. The Hebrew language. There isn't anything on this earth that can describe accurately the depth of the seething evil that we're dealing with right now. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next up. Hey, if you didn't think they were going to get you one way, they're certainly going to get you another way because now the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with the Rockefeller Association and several others, have come up with this. Oh, it's just a wonderful new thing, which they're putting little logos on all of our fruit and our avocados and all the things at the store. And it just has this cute little logo on it, and it's called Appeal. And they have this coating they're telling you that they're putting on the, around the outside of uh, all of your organic food that you're buying at the store. So remember the concept of organic food was that it doesn't have any evil stuff in it. You know, it doesn't have any Monsanto pesticides, yada, yada, blah, blah. Well, not anymore. Now it has this special concoction made by these evil mad scientists, probably laced with graphene oxide nanoparticulate so that they can jam it down your throat and infect you even, uh, you know, uh, through another vector. Okay, so just be, be awake and aware that the next time you go to your good old grocery store, you're probably going to see this cutesy-wootsy little green appeal apple-looking thing on there, and that's just letting you know that they're going to try to kill you one way or the other. Just pray over everything. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ completely cancels out any of this satanic power. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next up. This uh, this uh, particular lady had uh, uh, she has has a very large, very vivid, very high quality image, and she says, "I'm going to try to leave out the the the, the bad words because she's pretty angry." She says, "York," and she's talking about the United Kingdom. York residents and lovers of York in the United Kingdom. Here comes your 15-minute city and the end of your free movement. They're, these are steel bollards, just in case you think your eyes are deceiving you. I'm shaking with anger. All right, and I was, you know, I communicate sometimes, you know, quite frequently, actually, uh, with, with um, 
a friend over in the United Kingdom, and she warned me that they were going to have over 100 of these 15 minute cities by the end of the year. So, anyway, it, it's going down so fast, folks. You can't, eat. like I said, when we're looking at the shiny object, there's something else going on. It's it's that bad, and it, it's constant. It, it sometimes it doesn't feel constant, but it is constant. All right, praise God. Next one up. All right, now there's a major, massive uprising in Pakistan. Believe it or not, it happens to be the town that Sammy Mwangi went to the last time. I warned him. I said, gee whiz, Sammy, of all the towns you could have gone to, Lahore, for real? And, you know, so he kind of understood what I was saying. But right now there is an uprising, bombs, explosions. I mean, it is just. Uh, so there's a breaking up, uprising in, in Pakistan. A lot of, it, a lot of the uh, 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 violence is taking place in Lahore. A uh, very dangerous place uh, in all of Pakistan, no doubt. Uh, top of the list. Uh, it goes on to say former Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan was arrested and taken into holding in Islamabad. Uh, some are reporting this was a capture by a U.S.-backed coup government. No surprise there. Subsequently, the majority of the population supporting him uh, turned to mass protest. Uh, keep in mind, you know, when it comes to control of nuclear weapons and things like that that are associated with both um, uh, India and Pakistan, and stuff, the United States government and the CIA and the other evil hegemonic uh, uh, agencies of of global control, okay, have very substantial interests in these areas, okay, and, and, um, you know, they're saying the guy fled, there's unconfirmed reports that almost all the military bases and many of the government buildings in Pakistan were attacked by the army and have fled the country, so we will see, but that is in progress, praise God. All right, next one up. Uh, the sound right now of, uh, you know, now, am I saying it's happening at this split second in time? No, I'm not. Uh, what I am telling you, though, is there is currently a an attack going on. Um, it's going to get a lot worse, obviously. Uh, the last time I checked, the estimation was over 400 plus rockets were fired into Israel from Gaza. Okay, and there also evidently there's, you know, Hezbollah's involved. Uh, you know, the, don't forget about the skirmishes and the fights that were going on, uh, you know, with Lebanon recently. And don't get me going on the new weaponry that is being uh, brandished uh, by uh, 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 Iran. So look out. Okay. So anyway, uh, and there's also reports of um, uh, Jordan, uh, a bunch of jets. Uh, I don't know if they're F-16s or what they are, but anyway, no doubt given to them by the United States of Babylon the Great. And um, Jordan is flying provocative jet sorties over uh, Syria. Isn't that interesting? So uh, I'm not going to get into all the prophetic stuff about that, but we do know or ought to know that uh, that young uh, 15-year-old boy, uh, his name was Nathan. Uh, he came forward with a rabbi, Rami Levy. Uh, he said that Obama was Gog uh, and that he was extremely evil uh, and that he couldn't tell them who Jesus was because they wouldn't believe him and it would cause a problem. So obviously he met the real Jesus. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, he said that um, it starts out with the Arab nations fighting one another and then t all turning against Israel kind of almost like simultaneously for the World War III activity, you know, the Gog and Magog, you know, the Ezekiel 38, 39, all that kind of thing. Okay, so praise God. So anyway, let's take a listen to the way it sounded. It probably sounds 
as bad as, if not worse than this. Now, who knows by now uh, what is going on in Israel unless you're there or getting live reports. Uh, but this is what it sounded like just a few, um, I, I would estimate, just a few hours ago. All right, praise God. So I think you got the idea. Um, you know, amongst what a dozen plus other clips that I had seen, I uh, it was kind of sad, really. But there were people, uh, you know, sunbathing, you know, on the beaches, and the alarms and you know sirens and stuff started. And they they all started running for it. Um, this is not the old Gaza. Um, something. This is new. The, the 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 sheer volume of the rockets, the, the even the iron. The, there were commentaries on some of the videos, and some of the commentaries were like, "Gee, it looks like Israel's having a difficult time keeping up with the volume of the rockets that are being shot in, uh, you know, with their iron dome." So basically, the claims were that the, those on the ground that were looking up and watching what was going on were saying the iron dome is not protecting Israel as well as it needs to. That's not good news for Tel Aviv. That is not good news for, uh, wow, any of the uh, towns, uh, what do they call them, kibbutzes or whatever, um, all the small towns and stuff that are all around. Uh, you know, it's, it's, this is bad. This is real, real bad, folks. And don't even get me going on Iran. And we already know about the, ten, uh, what do you want to call it? The... How close we are to World War III. Let's just put it that way. Okay? Amen? All right. Amen. Let's move on. Praise God. All right. The Sun reports death riddle. Mystery. No riddle for us. Uh, mystery as Australians are dying at levels that has not been seen in over 80 years. And the United Kingdom might be seeing the same phenomenon. So they're starting to pull up, you know, all the reports and everything. And it'll be the same wasted waste of breath that it will always be because the people that are out there telling everybody as clear as a bell what's going on aren't being listened to and they're still being censored. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. World Net Daily reports that the United States may freeze bank withdrawals as currency fears rise, according to various experts. Who are these people? I don't care because it would be a bunch of faceless names to me. And at the end of the day, well, we already know what's coming. We know that phase one rollout in the United States of, of the FedNow system, the digital ID, and the CBDCs is July. What we don't know is how fast they're going to move from phase one, phase two, to phase three, to phase four. What we don't know is what day we're going to wake up and we don't have any control over any of our money, or it's gone. At this point, it's looking so bad, and it's happening so fast that I'm just kind of throwing my hands up in the air. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You just got to give it to the Lord. All right, because what, what else are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to tell you, prayer, spiritual warfare prayer Getting on your knees, praying for the lost, that's what God wants us doing. He wants us to be using the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ now, 
like never before. I can promise you that's exactly what God is looking from each and every one of us. Hallelujah. And I have no intention of letting him down. All right, on that note, next headline up. Movement Daily reports 21 states stand against the militant transgender movement. Uh-oh, not that subject. All right, next one up. Oh, here we go. Fire apocalypse in Alberta, Canada. More than 300,000 acres are burning through the ground. Gigantic flames and high winds. Thousands evacuated. State of emergency declared. Alberta. I love Alberta. I want to go to Lake Louise. I just don't think I'm ever going to make it. Maybe I'll, I don't know. Maybe I can have a little pup tent nearby a heaven's version of Lake Louise. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Defense official says Iran's state-of-the-art weapons are game changers. And it goes on. Second Brigadier General, not going to try to pronounce the name. And it's true. I mean, right now, Iran is giving some extremely deadly weapons uh, to the effort uh, for the Russian Federation in the Ukraine. And we're talking about, you know, when they were talking about, you know, the uh, drone that went over and hit the Kremlin or whatever. That's why I was making fun of it and saying it was like a little $5 drone. Folks, I'm telling you, the ones that, that, that Iran has, the, they call them the kamikaze drones. When they hit their target, the explosion is alarming. If one of those had hit the top of the Kremlin head on, it would have blown the whole top of the Kremlin right off. That's why I was making a comment, because the, the, the comparison is – there is no comparison. Next one up. The Biden effect, they call it. Breaking United – breaking news. United States allies are preparing for the possibility of war over Taiwan. So they won't shut up over the Taiwan, Taiwan this, Taiwan that, that. they got to open up multiple fronts. They want it to be as impactful, deadly, and bloody as it can possibly be. And they're doing everything they can. But I still have a feeling that Rachel Baxter's dream is going to come true, and that's what's going to kick forth the United States into the largest, most massive World War III that the world could imagine. I mean, really, I don't think Martin Scorsese in a movie uh, could, could come up with something that is anywhere near as bad as what we're heading into. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And again, China is rebuking the United States over Taiwan. So it's, 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 it's saber-rattling back and forth and back and forth. My ships, your ships, my jets, your jets, my, you know, and, and, and you know, again, what's going to happen? I don't know. God knows. And we're just going to have to do our job, which is continue to pray for the lost, continue to use spiritual warfare prayers, continue to pray that God, you know, that, that you are found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus, which means where? The wedding supper. Hallelujah. That's what, what we should all be hoping for with all of our hearts. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Oklahoman reports, I think we're to the Dust Bowl. Oklahoma farmers say that the wheat crop is the worst that they have seen in decades. Next one up. Breitbart reports that uh, New York City Catholic parish, parish Church proclaims that God is a transgender. Next one up. Biden administration creates new disinformation office to oversee the rest. So now it's not good enough that they have one disinformation office to come after shows like this and everybody else under the sun. But now they have one to run them all. I mean, it's like this whole bureaucracy. So it's it's going to get really bad, folks. It's going to get really, really bad. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. 
Oh, and more more than 270 rockets were launched uh, nearing uh, the ceasefire. Again, this is these are the reports that, that are um, talking about what's going on over in Israel. Uh, and it says 270, so this is an older report, um, probably by four or five hours from the report that I got uh, later in the day that said it was over 400 rockets. And I do believe it's reasonable to estimate that this is probably going to go on all throughout the night. Time now in Jerusalem is five minutes to 3 a.m. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. I-24 News reports that Jordanian fighter jets have attacked Hezbollah site in Syria. So this is the one that this is the headline that does line up with uh, 15-year-old Nathan, his visit to Jesus, and uh, the report that was uh, translated and given to the other rabbis uh, by Rabbi Rami Levy. We still have that. We've had it for over 10 years. I have never given up on it come true. I believe with all of my heart it will come true, and I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I don't think I'm going to be wrong. No, no. Matter of fact, I've, you know, 1972, my mom told me she saw the Antichrist, and it's the exact one that we're all knowing that it is. So, anyway, on that note, we're about three minutes out. We do have the headlines pretty much wrapped up, so that came out about exactly as I wanted it. Let's go ahead and see if Miss Vicky has called in a little wee bit early, maybe, um, and uh, I need to check the last four and focus my eyes on the console, and it appears that she has not yet called in, which is fine. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, on that note, um, she will probably call in dead on at 8 p.m., providing that there was no miscommunication between her and um, and Sister Nancy. Uh, like I said, Sister Nancy's been dancing on glass and just busy as a bee. So, um, uh, you know, praise God for her help. Um, couldn't do without, couldn't do it without her. Um, but, um, you know, when it, it's just, we're, we're all, you know, going through our, our own little, I really believe right now we are living in where it says in the scripture, you know, that the Antichrist is going to wear out the saints in Daniel 7, verse 25. Um, I, I really do. I believe that that is prophetically precisely part of where we are. Now, there's other scripture. As a matter of fact, there's so many scriptures that are talking about where we are right now. It would, it would just, I don't know how you would go through all of them. You would have to go through the Psalm 83 war. You'd have to go to Isaiah 17 for the you know Damascus, Damascus being turned into a ruinous heap. You would have to be looking at uh, Revelation chapter six and all uh, and talking about all of the seals. You would need to be talking about Revelation 12 and the two separate evacuations of the bride of Jesus Christ, two separate ones, uh, taking her to a place of safety where she is nourished for times, times, half a time, which is the period of the Great Tribulation. You have to talk about the Day of the Lord, which happens during uh, Revelation uh, 6, 12 through 17. You, you would have to talk about um, all of the seals you, you know, I, I'm, um, and, and what each one of them mean uh, and how they fit in and snap perfectly in, like you're reading a newspaper, Planet X, you would have to talk about that and how that, that 
that's captured in vivid technicolor in um, 2 Esdras 15, verse uh, 48, you know, the horrible star. Um, you know, don't even get me going on the dragons of Arabia and how they fly through the air and the other prophecies and the, all that stuff that lines up with Isaiah 13 and Joel 2. I mean, really right now, we've basically got, I would say, something to the tune of about, mm, hmm, I don't know. Well, we definitely have all the stuff in the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13. Everything in Revelation chapter 6 is in play. All right? A lot of the stuff in Revelation chapter 12 is in play. All right? The Psalm 83 war, the Gog and Magog invasion, Ezekiel 38, 39, they are on the borderline of being fully in play. All right? Um, uh, what else could there possibly be? Really, when you think about it, I mean, we're right at this moment in time. I cannot think of what else you could add. I mean, we know we're going to have the Civil War. We, we you know, we, we, that came from just, it's just not a source that's going to be wrong. It's not, there's no way. Dimitri Duneman, in his book, Through the Fire Without Burning, he is not incorrect. He did hear from the Lord absolutely perfectly. I am positive, of, and it's been confirmed by our Heavenly Father through prophetic words that have been given to other people and then have mysteriously and supernaturally found their way into my inbox, which mysteriously and supernaturally were viewed by me because I don't look at everything that comes into my inbox. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll take a peek or whatever, but if it's just a random link from somebody I don't know, I'm not, you know, I because because of, of what I do for a living, I would never click that link. Who knows what it'll, what it'll do to your machine. I've had enough of that nonsense and I'm not not going to ask for any more punches in the head. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. So anyway, uh, it is. Let me see. Two, one full minute after 8 p.m. I'm going to take another look very carefully at the call-in doc. Okay, and there we go. Looks like we have uh, Sister Vicky on the line. Let's go ahead and bring her live. Hallelujah. Here we go. Uh-huh. Praise God. Sister Vicki, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. How are you today? <laughs> I was just telling everybody, I think we're living right right, right smack dab in that one uh, phrase. And I mean, I would, it's a lot more than that. It's, you know, it's a whole bunch of scriptures that we're actually smack dab in the middle of right now. But I, I, I favor especially uh, Daniel 725, where it says that he, the Antichrist, will be wearing out the saints. And so when somebody says, how are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm feeling pretty worn out. <laughs> so I think a lot of us are. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the way it is, you know, when you're living in probably, I would argue, uh, you know, because of how awake and aware that we are, it's a burden. I don't want to call it a curse. I don't like that term. Uh, but it is definitely a fantastic burden upon any of the believers who are awake and aware, I'm just going to use that term, uh, to all the things that are happening around the world, especially when we're awake and aware to the magnitude of the demonic presence. It is like, I I truly believe with all of my heart, and I'm not the only one, I'm not alone in this, that we are living in a darker period of time than the earth has ever seen in its entire history. I honestly believe that if we were sitting side by side with Jesus and we had a couple of uh, legal tablets and some pencils, we could probably 
you know, tabulate uh, how bad things were in the days of Noah. And I'm pretty sure we passed that point already. <laughs> but anyway, that's just my guess. But on that note, that kind of segues, interestingly, into this powerful dream that you were given by the Lord in regard to uh, the Antichrist's uh, coronation. And um, I listened to that and I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, so uh, I, I couldn't I was excited about having you share that with, you know, whatever you feel led to share in regard to it with the listening audience, because this listening audience, I can tell you, is fully aware and has been for 12 years that Obama is the Antichrist. Um, we've known that for a very, very long time. So we've had many guests that are well-known preachers and pastors and, oh my goodness, authors of books and everything. And there was a lot of them that were just coming on the radio and telling everybody, oh yes, Obama's the Antichrist, Obama's the Antichrist, Obama's the Antichrist. And then as soon as Obama dropped out of you know a high level of visibility, they all stopped. They gave up on it. And I'm thinking to myself, what kind of conviction is that? You know, you're, you're writing books and you're going on radio shows and you're telling everybody that Obama's the Antichrist. And then as soon as he disappears and, and Joe Biden comes along or Donald Trump comes along, you just go your merry old way and start talking about whatever. And I'm like, I will never do that. I know he's the Antichrist. I know there's no chance that he isn't the Antichrist. Praise God. I've known him for years. Thank you, Jesus. So when I saw your dream, I was like, whoa, uh, you know, and, and I, I'm sure it's got to be kind of, you know, it isn't like you're recollecting being given a really yummy ice cream cone at the twisty treat with your mom on a nice Saturday afternoon. You know, I, I imagine just going back and reviewing it is um, not especially pleasant, but we do want to say thank you so much for sharing it with us tonight because it is so important. I think we're really getting unbelievably close to that moment. Anyway, on that note, the microphone is all yours. Treat this like an electronic church, and just go ahead and share whatever you feel led to share. The microphone is yours. I'm not going anywhere, I'm not, but I'm not going to interrupt you either. So thank you very much, and God bless you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. To be able to, to represent the Lord in any way, I mean, it is it's very humbling. And um, I laid this before the Lord to come on your show and had the the ladies that that make up the ministry to pray with me because I don't want to step out of the Lord's will to do anything. So that's why it took so long to respond. I was waiting on an answer from the Lord, and when He finally gave, you know, this the Lord made this possible. So it is an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Okay, as far as this thing, no, this is not what I'm. You're welcome. <laughs> this is not one of my favorite dreams. <laughs> no, it is not one of my favorite dreams. <laughs> But it is a dream necessary to share, and I have been called to share and to warn. And um, I just pray over everything and send it out and ask the Lord to send it wherever it needs to go and for people's ears to be open and their eyes to see the truth and their heart to be open and so that we can reach as many because, yes, there's a lot that are still with their heads stuck in the sand. We are in tribulation days, and it is soon. This was back in November of 2020 when when I had this dream and it was during the COP27 meetings and this was actually under it was in Egypt under 
under the underground where this was done. Um, and actually, I, I've not been able to release all of the dream, but I released what I was allowed to release. But the dream started when I was in, I found myself in just this, this room, big room full of people, just lots and lots of people. Some I knew, some I didn't, famous people, the elite, you know, dressed, just really decked out in jewels and fancy clothing and, you know, just, you knew it was some kind of grand event. And that the people that was there, I mean, it was just such a, uh, for me, it was such an odd but unusual people because there's movie stars like Julia Roberts and, and Johnny Depp and I mean, people I used to watch when I used to watch movies. It's been years now, though. But I recognize some of them, some of them I didn't. But, I mean, there's, now, see, I spend my time in prayer. I very seldom even watch weather or anything, but I will look at headlines sometimes when the Lord wants to confirm something with me. So I had to look up these people, some of them, because I, I didn't know who they were. I knew their faces from dreams and visions. Didn't know who they were. So there was also that, um, what's his name? Soros, Soros, George Soros, yes. I see him in a lot of dreams. He's, um, I don't like to talk bad about anybody, but he's, he's really not a good man. <laughs> he needs Jesus. But in this dream, too, in this crowd, I saw King Charles and, and his wife or consort, Camilla. I think she's his wife, but as I said, I don't keep up with that. I just let the Lord talk to me that way. I don't have everybody's opinions in what the Lord is speaking to me or showing me. So in this dream, too, there was, you know, like the Khomeini's and there's powerful people. There was this, well, there was Bill Gates. There was um, Angela Merkel. I know her from Germany because she's been in some of the dreams I've had. There was, um, you know, the Lord, he's, he's very kind and he's very patient. A lot of times in the dreams, I will see like a, a cloud or a bubble over the head and it will give me a name. And I saw the Rothschilds, which I understand they're with the hidden elite now. And I saw that. It was Erd, I apologize. I'm not good at the names. Um, Erdogan, President Erdogan of Turkey. I may not say that right, so please apologize. But I mean, this room was just full. Just every, all walks of life, as far as the elite. When you had like oil tycoons, and one thing I didn't mention, but the floors in these rooms seemed to always be black and white tile. So, you know, and we went in from there. I was in this room, and you could tell they were celebrating. They, there was something grand getting ready to happen. And I noticed on the right there was two huge doors, very tall doors. And they opened up, and I saw a, a giant, what I call Nephilim. There's two of them, but one of them was Serena. I've seen her in several dreams before. And she's high up. I had a dream called The Delusion Had Begun, and she was located in a facility, one of the Nephilim facilities under the United Nations. So I recognized her, and I knew immediately this was not a good dream. But then we ended up going into, I was a, an observer. I wasn't, you know, seen. The Lord then, I was asking the Lord, why am I here? And he just, I just knew to follow. And we went into the other room, and it, you've, you just feel the evil. And that's why, you know, it's it's good to trust the Lord at all times. Even in dreams, as it was so real. And I saw, um, I had a vision that pertained to this too. 
which told me it revealed a bit more because in the dream, I didn't see who was announcing, but it was Pope Francis that was making the announcement in the dream. Because I was questioning the Lord. I said, Lord, who was that? It sounded like him, but I wanted confirmation. But we went through the double doors. And, um, again, this was very tall doors for the giants to walk easily through. And as soon as we got into the other room, there was like a red glow. But there was I knew it was the COP27 because there on the wall was the COP27 logo, which I recognized it after when I came out. There's a lot that goes on underground that people just don't seem to realize or want to realize. And I will say this. Anything that I say, I ask you to take it to the Lord in prayer because, you know, we're, we're all human. But you ask the Holy Spirit to show you the truth or or to lead you in Scripture, and he can verify these things. But in this dream, again, when we get into this other room, I, I'll be honest, I did not want to be in there. I was like, Lord Jesus, you need to get me out of here. This is evil. I do not want to be in here. But, you know, his peace is with you everywhere. Peace is with you. I mean, you're called to do something. You have to do it. Or you should do it. You should not be rebellious. You should not be disobedient. Even in a dream, you're going to have to stand in faith believing that the Lord has you for a reason and he will take care of you. So when we got into this other room, I mean, it was just, um, when we left and went into the other room, the room we had just vacated, it it filled up with all kinds of um, what I call armed guards. And they were filled, you know, dressed in black suits and everything too. So I knew this was something going down that, you know, they they, they were not going to let it be interrupted. They just just were not going to. There was just so much. I mean, there was just so many people here. When I got into the other room, I saw even more more people than. I mean, there was Rockefellers. There was um, a king, let's see, Mohammed. Uh, I think he was from Africa. There was just there was just so many people. I even saw Janet Jackson. I saw the Trumps there. I saw Vladimir Putin. I'm like, Lord, Hunter Biden was there. You know, Hillary Clinton and and Bill. And it's like, Lord, you know. And then there was a, a queen, a queen of Denmark. I, I forgot what her name, Margaret, Queen Margaret. Uh, there was Boris Johnson from the UK. There was again um, Prince William and Kate. I think her name's called Catherine, but Kate is what I'm. You know what I call it by usually, but it was just—it's just, it's just it's hard to believe so many people that's supposed to hate each other could be in one room for one goal. But it was simply there. When I got into the room, I noticed that there was a stage, a platform, and, and it was a intricately carved platform. But there, it rose up. Another platform rose up from it, and it had steps going up on these other platforms. The whole thing, the platform and the steps, left and right, you know, came, rose up. And they're sitting, sitting on top was a throne, a very, a throne chair, and it was gold. It, to put it in in more of a description, it looked more like one of the. Um, King Louis chairs of France, the French president. I used to take, I studied French in my high school years. And so that 
I do good to compare pictures. So it's kind of like that kind of design, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it was kind of gaudy. It, just to be honest, it was just so over-decorated. But they're sitting. They're sitting in the chair was the man in the black suit with a red shirt. He didn't have a tie. And on his head was a mask. He was wearing a mask. It was um, a Baphomet mask, which is, for those that may not know it, is the symbol for Satan. It's the goat's head, and it had horns on it. And then in the middle of the head, I can still see it, it had the um, pentagram, you know, with the circle. It was a symbol that when you study witchcraft and stuff, when the Lord leads, you know it is one that they use for, for magic to be transferred easily. It's a, a well-known symbol. So it was on the middle of its head. And um, <laughs> my senses and my alarms going off screaming, getting me out of here. But, you know, just trust the Lord and, and observe and do what you're called to do. So I'm, I'm looking at this gold-headed man. And, you know, it's like being in the very presence of evil. I don't don't cherish those moments, but it seems like I, I get to see it quite often. But God is faithful. Deuteronomy 7, 9, he is the faithful, known as the faithful God. We keep his covenant unto a thousand generations and mercy for those that he loves. That's not the exact quote, but that's, that's what keeps me going a lot of times because he is faithful. So as I'm looking at this goat head, I hear a man on the left speaking, you know, and, and they're Everybody is just in awe, just, just gets quiet, so quiet when this man rises on this chair. And, you know, he's, he's, he's it's a horned goat, a, a man with a goat head, and you know he's evil. And he just sits there unmoving. He's just sitting there, doesn't make a move. And then the man speaking on the left, as I said, he was in, instead of the Pope's normal white, he was in a red Tape like you know, like what he wears, but it, but it was all in red. Even the little I call him beanie cap. I don't know what they're called. And he's making this announcement. You know, behold, this is your king. This is you know the master of our world. And, then, and they're proclaiming the time is now. You know, this is his time. And then this um, on the right of the stage is. Mind you, call it a transgender man comes up and he's carrying a crown and he's dancing around, but he crowns this man, crowns him on the goat stage, you know, just crowns him, and it's Antichrist. It is Antichrist. And then, um, but excuse me, excuse me, I just said that he crowned the dancing man. Didn't the transgender man did not crown him. He brought the crown. I just had another dream about King Charles being crowned, so that's, sorry about that. In this one, the angel of light appears. Yes, he appeared, and it was Satan, and he crowns this man himself. And he calls him his son. So you know it is it is Antichrist. And it was um, it was very hard to watch. It was very hard to watch because, as I said, this light appeared in this beautiful, dazzling figure, which was Satan, because he can appear and transform as a 
you know, an angel of light, and these people are dazzled by him. But he's turned and he's crowned this go-headed man, told him, you know, this is my son. And I, the thing is, the Lord, when Satan was talking, when Lucifer was talking, it was the most seductive voice I've ever heard, but it did not. I was not drawn into it. And I know it was because I was bought, you know, bought by the blood of the lamb, and I had been pleading the blood the whole time and, and you know, asking the Lord to protect me. But he called this man in this hooded, this goat head, his son, his chosen one, and, and called him the true savior of the world. You know, and then he placed the crown on his head you know, on top of the mask, and how I, how it held on had to be supernaturally because of the horns, but it did. You know, and which in the vision, I saw that this horn actually had, I mean, this crown actually had um, ten, ten prongs to it, which I know represented the ten kingdoms now. So it was, um, it was not a good dream because the, the, the crowd just cheered and were applauding you know, and and I know that this this means we have just entered the most horrible time that our world will ever know, and that tribulation tribulation had begun because he will have his seven years. He will have his seven years. So with that, then I woke up not long after that, but it was just um not one of the best dreams I've ever had. But I'm thankful, so I'm trying to get it out. Just asking the Lord to let it go wherever it needs to go and um, to wake up the people, the Christians, you know, the bride. And then notice there is the bride of Christ, those that are seeking the Lord, that are ready, that are, are seeking and searching and preparing themselves. Then there's the church that's doing the work of the Lord but are not quite ready. And then you have the body of Christ that are just halfway in the world and you know, halfway trying to serve both, and and it's not. No, that's not gonna. You know, that's not gonna cut it. But now the COP twenty seven meeting, um, they were held in Egypt, and I know that this was, and actually I've seen underground there, in this area. I can't give the exact location. There is an underground pyramid, and this is where the ceremony was held. And with that, I really can't say more about that location. But I do know also when I saw the throne, it put me in mind of the sun god Ra, Ra. And the Lord's really been connecting me with somehow with the Antichrist, the spirit of Ra, which we all know that the, the false gods, they can take on one form or another throughout history. So it's, it's all just demonic. But we have to, we have to be aware. And we do that first and foremost by staying in the scripture and studying and learning. We are not ignorant of the devils. We are called to war, but we are also called to reach the lost. And we've got to, every one of us, do our part, whatever that is. And every person's part is important. It doesn't matter if, okay, so the Lord gives me dreams. But if the Lord's having you, say, work in a soup kitchen, that's just as important. The Lord has you being a janitor in a school, that's just as important. It takes the whole body of Christ. It takes every one of us to reach all the loss that we can. 
that's what it's all about. But with this, he was officially crowned underground. And that would have been, let's see, that was in November. When was it called? Call 27, I think. The dream I had, it was between 11-8-22 and 11-9-22. And I actually had it, I think, three times. So that stands on, you know, St. Corinthians 13, one where it says, Out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, a word or a matter is established. So, and then we had um, somebody sent in our Facebook page, the My Love with Jesus Ministry Facebook page, something from um, a, what was his name, Steve Quell, where he had said he had gotten word that this did actually happen, which I know it did. I mean, it's very vivid to me, very real. But there, there was just so much. It was just so many people. And, you know, that's – the tragedy is, is – part of the tragedy is that a lot of these people we look up to, we're supposed to look up to, and they're in the office and they're in place. And there's Elon Musk, which, you know, he needs prayer, lots of prayer. But, I mean, there's all these people that are in position, have money. I mean, Drew Barrymore, Al Pacino, um, there's just – there was um, some of them. I didn't write all of them down. There's a, a Jennifer, what is her name, Aniston. So many, so many young ones. Most of them that were here were the, like, older established stars as far as the Hollywood stars and stuff. But then you had a lot of the um, the directors, like Steven Spielberg. And, and And one thing that I noticed, too, I knew in this dream I had the awareness that, like, some of the rock, Rothschilds and the Rockefeller, some of their members were supposed to be dead, but they're there. They're there. They're, you know. And all I can say is there's a lot going down, going on underground that the normal person doesn't even realize. The technology that's under there far exceeds the technology up here. And, um, it is technology from the fallen angels that they twist it from God. And it will be, um, a lot of it will be coming above ground before too long because of the, because of the tribulation and Satan's time to rule. So we need to stay close to the Lord. I'm believing in the, the rapture. He's soon to come by the signs, but I'm praying for everybody that's going to be left behind. We need to, as children of God, as warriors for Jesus, we need to be praying for those that will be left behind because we know there's going to be some left behind that's going to have to face this man in his wrath when he starts hunting down Christians and chopping their heads off. I've seen visions and dreams of just rows and rows and rows of guillotines and people being lined up, and, and those are the ones that's going to have mercy. Having your head chopped off is merciful for the Antichrist, for what I have seen. So we, and he, he is about to come above ground. His power, his rule is about to start above ground. So with this, that's the basic dream that I had. Now, um, as I said, with the, the vision, I was able to get a better look at the crown, and I know it did have like 10 points to it. 
and I knew in the dream that it, in the vision, it represented the ten kingdoms that's talked about in Daniel and Revelation. All right, so that's a basic dream. And do you have any questions, or, or do you want me to go further? As you feel led. I mean, um, I just want you to feel led to go as long, you know, we, we, we've we got plenty of time if you want it. And if you don't feel led and you feel like you've shared everything that you were led to share, then that's fine, too. It's it's up to you. It really is. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Like I said, there was um, a vision that went with it. Like, um, I had it on the 11th, which was about two days later, because I was seeking the Lord. You know, asking Jesus, you know, I don't understand all this. But now it went into a darker part. It went more into, like, the ritual. And, the, you know, the, in the vision, it was the same setup. Everything was the same. Except I saw where where the Pope, the, they're taking, they're drinking innocent blood. And that is... um after this falls, after the man has been crowned, the Antichrist has been crowned with his goat head. Um, and again, it is the Pope in his little red outfit. And he has in his hand, you know, a, 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 like a goblet. And every person in that place, and again, it's it's packed. There's a lot, a lot of people in there. And they have a goblet. And he's making the speech about it's their time and... Satan, Lucifer the light bearer, a lot of the dreams they call him Lucifer the light bearer. And, um, he, you know, his chosen one, his son is here. You know, and then they say, you know, in, in this dream, in the vision, he went further. He, he's telling them to swear their allegiance to to this man, to Antichrist. And if they're not, you know, they, they need to swear their allegiance to Lucifer's son, they call him Lucifer's son, and to Stand behind this this leader, this glorious leader. And I I know in this vision that it is innocent blood. It's it's children's blood in this. It's children's blood in this these goblets. And um. The the Pope asked them, "Is there anybody? Anybody that does not who who will not." pledge their allegiance to this man. You know, he said, all who will pledge their allegiance, hold up your goblet. And every person in there, person, these stars, these politicians, these rulers, these all held up their goblets. And there were so many of them. And again, the floor in this place was the white and the, the black checks that I see so often in, in these places. But he looks up at, uh, at the, I remember the the Pope looks up at the horned man, and the masked man, excuse me, and he gives just a slight nod. The whole time he barely moves the whole time. But he's, you just know he's just evil, 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 and he he's fully backed by Satan. He just, it's just, it's horrible. So they all drink and pledge their allegiance to this man, Antichrist and Satan. And then they, you know, they're screaming that the Nazarene is over. It's, it's over. And the Nazarene is dead. It's his time. 
And it, it was, um, again, this was somewhere around, I think when he was actually crowned, if I remember right, because the Lord was showing me, would have been around the 15th, either there about 11th, no, 13th, 14th, or 15th. I can't remember quite, quite exactly. But again, the on the crown, the 10 points, I, it kind of looked like a stunner. It looked like the COP27 crown. The ten points, they represented the ten kingdoms. I know that. I know that. I know that. And we do know if this has already happened in the spirit realm underground, even though because Satan, Satan himself crowned him, then it's soon to come to the physical realm. You know, and, and with all the signs that's happening, this is not going to be stopped. Unless by an act of mercy by God, and that would be it, because um, the Euphrates is already dried up. Gog Magog is lining up. Um, you know, deserts are blooming. That foretold in the in the scripture. It, it, we're here. We're in the end times. And if you are not serious about reaching your lost, you need to get serious. You need to get serious, because when you think about it, everything they said about this man. Let me tell you what I'm dealing with. I've had with him in dreams and visions and even visitations. He's more horrible and more horrible and eviler than even what I imagined. So he's not going to be the um, He's not going to be the most evil person in public, you know. He's going to be suave and charming. That's how he's able to talk and deceive so many people. Plus, you know the charm of his father, the master deceiver. So we have to though, pray for those left behind. We have to pray for those now. Satan is the master deceiver. So we can pray and ask the Lord to not let us be deceived, to have our eyes open, to, you know, open up spiritually and give us that godly discernment. You know, we we have been equipped with everything we need to defeat Satan. In our lives, because if we had not, Jesus would not have sat down beside the Father when he ascended, because that was a representation that everything's done that we need. Everything is done that we need. We have his name. We have Jesus' name. We have his blood. We have the Holy Spirit, and we have our testimony. We are more than the conquerors. We are more than conquerors, and we are overcomers through Jesus Christ and him alone. And we're not to fear. We are not to fear any Christ, even when it comes to the point. If we were left behind and we know that he has the power to kill us, we are still not to fear him. Because what's the worst that can do? Torture you? Kill you? Send you where you want to go to heaven? You know, we are not to fear. Fear is not of God. We are to stand strong, stand true, and trust him no matter what happens. No matter what happens. And if we're left behind, then that's because we were not where we needed to be. And we better get, we we need to make sure that our P's and Q's are lined up, as we say here in the South. Because if you are not living a godly, holy life, pleasing to the Lord when he comes, then you're going to be left behind. And what I mean by that is, through him, through him, his righteousness, his holiness, through all that he's done, and by being obedient, by reading Praying, fasting, you know, doing all the Bible says, seeking, worshiping, you know, 
you can live that godly, holy life. You can, or he would not have said, be ye holy as I am holy. And we have to make sure we line up because we're being warned of these things. The Lord is, you know, he will not do anything without first telling his prophets according to Amos 3, 7. Well, that also means sons and daughters that are having dreams and visions. God will warn us if we will listen. And when you hear a dream or you hear a vision or you hear a word or anything, that is a call to pray. Prayer can change things. Some things won't be changed, but it might lessen the severity. It might cause your son or daughter to be moved out of the way to where they're not killed. You know, prayer can change things. So we know this is scripture. This is written in scripture. This is going to happen. This is a, this is not a conditional prophecy. This is a unmovable prophecy. This will happen. Antichrist will rise. He will have his reign just as sure as Jesus rose from the dead. These are unconditional prophecies. But there's things surrounding them that our prayers can still change. And we as children of God are mighty, mighty, mighty. We've got to realize we are mighty, mighty in the Lord. We pull down strongholds. We we can cast down principalities, rulers of darkness through the name of Jesus. But even in this, we glory in the fact that our names are written in the book of, in the book of life. And we walk in mercy and grace first and foremost. Now, when you get something like this, yes, it's it's a heavy load to to bear. I'm not going to say it's not. Dreams and visions I've had, they can weigh heavy on you. But he will help you carry them. And we've got got to lay aside our own personal life, our own personal self, and, and be selfless in our calling to the Lord so that we can reach and we can warn. Antichrist is here. He's done being crowned underground. That was in November. And what the Lord is telling me is, I'm getting ready to come, and he's getting ready to rise up. So we as children of God need to sound the warning. And, you know, if they don't, and we can never, 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 never underestimate the value of a seed. Because even though they may seem like they're not accepting or receiving it, we speak and that seed goes in. We don't know what God's going to do, but he can do the impossible. Now, I have family that um, is very much still, well, how do I say that? They were coming awake, didn't like what they were seeing, so they shoved their head back down in the ground. So I pray for them. I pray for them a lot because who, who, who wants to be deceived? I don't. I am wide awake, fully awake, and I keep praying, Lord, open my eyes spiritually even more. I mean, I have, um, I've seen, you know, demons as lizards. I've seen so much. And I'm not, it's just saying these things are being shown and revealed for us to pray, to warn, to warn, to warn. So with that, what I have learned just in this myself personally is the level the deepness that this evil runs in our world. Besides, I mean, yes, Antichrist is rising. But there's so many people I can't name that I saw here. I mean, I saw, you know, there, there's mega church pastors in here. There's, the deception is just so deep. Just so deep. 
but he is faithful. He will, it, Luke eight seventeen tells us that everything that is hidden will be brought to the light. I pray that every day Lord bring the hidden things to light. But in a way, you know, if it's something that doesn't need to come out that will destroy somebody, it will come out eventually. But in God's timing, his timing is perfect. Um, first and foremost, God is always right. End of discussion. God is always right. He's God. And second, his timing is perfect. Even to us, though, it may seem like he's four days late, like with Lazarus. But his timing was perfect. His timing is perfect always. But we in our human frailty, we will get frustrated sometimes. And right before our breakthrough, we'll give up on God. And he's never give up on us. I mean, I could just name if just, I mean, just the people, I, I guess what really, what really shakes me is is the people. Now you have actors and you have actresses that's supposed to be looked up to, like those that do family movies and those that. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It, it was it, they were everywhere. There was billionaires. There were there is in this dream kings, queens, rulers, dignitaries, and then just you know the people like Martin Zuckerberg and. If I said that right, and you know Bill Gates and Elon Musk was in here, and right, Lord, and then but the fact is, when you have people dedicated to the cause of Satan or to the New World Order to to rise it up to to have it raise up, it doesn't matter if they physically hate each other. Countries hate each other. They will come in together in these services and, and in these, these meetings like this because they're all, you know, they're all supporters of Satan. They're all. But because there's no love in Satan's kingdom, as soon as they're out of this, you know, this worship or out of then they go on hating each other. But they come together in unity. That's one thing. If a church would come together in unity like some of these are, because I saw Putin in here, and I saw um, I saw President Trump. Thing I've learned is um, travel is so quick underground. The things they have underground, they can go from one continent to another just in short time. So I I didn't even check to see if these people are supposed to be other places. I just know they were here. They were here. And I know within a couple of hours, it can be very quickly somewhere else. I trust what the Lord shows me. I pray over my mind every night, pray over my mind throughout the day. I seek the Lord. I put him first. Um, And just, you know, I, I spend my time with him. Every free moment I spend with him. I'm in the word all the time, and I'm praying, and I'm seeking him. And I make myself available for him. There's times I would just sit quietly and just wait on him because I love him. I love Jesus, and I want Jesus to know that. And if he wants me to sit, I'll sit. If he wants me to I'll sing to him or just I'm, I'm available for whatever he wants. And through these times, you know, he'll talk with me. He'll give words sometimes. But he told me in 2019 I would have a series of dreams. 
Well, I had laid that aside, but when they started coming, they said, I have them almost every single night. And I try to share, well, I do share whatever he tells me to share, but, you know, what he tells me, you know, some things I can't. You know, and um, I've seen, I've seen how, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I've, I've seen dreams of, you know, part of other parts of Revelation, like, the 144,000, and uh, the Lord has shown me his return to the Battle of Armageddon, which was really amazing. And I've seen many dreams about Antichrist and the torture he does to to our fellow brothers and sisters, and it's horrible. He takes great pleasure in it. And he is here. He is alive. He's walking on the on the earth. He's about to step into full power on the earth. And I ask you take it to the Lord and ask him. And don't don't pray with a made up mind. You see, every day I pray, Lord, if there's something in me, change me. If there's some if I'm wrong in any way in my heart, my belief, change me. I want to be pleasing to you. So I sat down and and if you honestly want to know the truth, you don't want to be deceived. Be willing to hear whatever he has to say, no matter what it is, even if if it's against everything you've ever been taught. Ask the Lord in Jesus, and Jesus, show me your truth. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of truth. You will lead me to the truth of Jesus. Show me your truth. And And every time I do ask for scripture, and he will give me a scripture because he is faithful, and he is the word forever settled in heaven. So that is um that's that's pretty much the way I roll <laughs> with this. Praise the Lord, but he is faithful. Praise he is faithful. Praise God. That's awesome. <clears throat> now, um did you want to share again? I know that you mentioned it earlier, but would you share again for the listening audience um where they can go and get in touch with you and see more of your work and you know, all that kind of stuff? You know, I think you mentioned a Facebook page, possibly a YouTube channel. Um, did you want to share that with the with the audience? Um, I I will, Lord willing. Now I can't remember exactly the name of the YouTube t- YouTube channel. It, I think it's um, well. Let me say this: it's we have a Facebook page, My Lovely Jesus Ministry, but we also have a website. MyLovelyJesusMinistry.com, all lowercase. And on that, it does give links to where the videos can be found. And also, it we try to put the PDFs of every dream up there um, eventually. We don't always okay. give them right away because there's a few of us. You know, so, and we offer them free. We, we also have, the Lord bless us, with a lot of them in a free PDF e-book. Um, but it is quite mm-hmm. big. But it's 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 for free. You can download for free, which has, I've been having dreams almost every night since started in 2019. And then, so it's got quite a few in there. Praise but God. That's the, awesome. My, well, he is faithful and they're, they're meant to share. Oh my God. Keep and yeah. So it's, um, that's where the main thing now, as far as reaching me, everything goes to our prayer email. Uh, because I, I pull off a lot. 
I pull off a whole lot just to seek and pray. And I have ladies that kind of watch the sites as we're on um, the jump site, we're on Telegram, and we're on Facebook as so our social media. Now, the videos, most of them are on Rumble, but there's on, there's Rumble and BitChute and Brition and YouTube. And I think YouTube is connected to Odyssey. We had a few people ask for us to connect to that, and we did. But it's it's not about likes. It's not about emojis. It's, it's all about Jesus. Praise God. And what was the name of that website again, since that's the epicenter? And yes, it's www.mylovelyjesusministry.com. MyLovelyJesusMinistry.com. Praise God. That is awesome. Once again, folks, it's MyLovelyJesusMinistry.com. Praise God. Thank you, Vicki, very much. Did you want to close with a prayer for us tonight? Uh, I would be honored. I would be honored. I'd love to pray. Praise God. All right. That's oh. awesome. It's all yours. Thank you, sir. Father God, we come to you, Lord, in that blessed name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise, Jesus. We praise you. You are mighty. You are mighty. You are mighty to save. Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence here. And we thank you. We thank you. We ask, I ask, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would send your Holy Spirit out with these words, that it would reach whoever you need it, north, south, east, and west. And, Father, I pray that you would bless each and every person that hears these words, Father, and that the convicting power of the Holy Spirit would go out to anyone that, that needs salvation or who, or who has has slipped backwards, Lord, that needs to return to you. Because first and foremost, it's the soul. It's the condition of the soul that matters. So, Holy Spirit, lean on those that, that need salvation or needs to return. But, Lord, I ask that you would strengthen your people. I ask that you would renew their strength. And, Lord, you said, let the weak say I'm strong. So, yes, the battle may be fierce, but we are fighting with you. You are the one leading us. You are our commander-in-chief. You are the captain of the host. And if we follow you and let you direct our path, as Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says, then you will renew our strength. You will renew our strength because we're walking in your perfect will. So, Father, I ask that you would just bless these people, all that is listening, Father, and that you would bless the station, but God, wake your people up. Wake your people up, Lord. I ask this in Jesus' name, and I bind any hindrances that would try to keep this going out in Jesus' name. I bind every spirit, every plot, every gin, every snare I cancel in Jesus' name. And Lord, I give you praise and I give you glory for answering our prayers. You are good in all things, in all things, in all things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Vicki, very, very much for joining us tonight and sharing such a vivid um, dream and so relevant, really, to the time that we're in right now, because, as you know, it goes without saying that um, the clock is ticking very rapidly right now, and the walls of uh, the tribulation are closing in quickly. I mean, we're pretty much living the Olivet Discourse right now. We're we're well into the the, uh, the you know Revelation chapter six, and the, we see the financial collapse in progress. We see all the different moving parts of the Bible and the end times, uh, you know, uh, taking place almost like reading a newspaper. And uh, it's very um, it's vivid, and um, and to some people it's troubling. And you are absolutely right, God is 
has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for joining us tonight. God bless you for taking that time. And um, and to all of you out there, uh, spread the word. Let people know about this. Send out links, whatever it takes. You know, Awaken as many people as you can because these things are happening now. Okay? And, yes, we... I would submit we're probably running out of time a little bit faster than maybe we realize. All right, so God bless you all. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, tonight is Wednesday, May the 10th. We will see you at the Friday Night Prayer Vigil, Lord willing, at 7 p.m. God bless you all, and thank you. Thank you again, Vicki. Powerful, powerful dream and amazing testimony. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Good night. All right, good night, everybody.
Shall see my glory 